What is going on, my people? Hey guys, Dan Walchman here with the Edgy Conversations podcast, uh, radical help for people who want it. As you know, the podcast dedicated to making sure you are in kick-ass, uh, what? Uh, shape? I guess shape. Um, that, you know, you've got your wits about you. You've got a plan to go make the day and your life awesome. So I w- I've been thinking about this idea. By, by the way, love you all, right? Love you. Welcome here. I feel like, you know, you're coming to my house, we're talking, and I'm jumping right into business. But unfortunately, I only got like 12, 15 minutes, and then, you know, the day is over, and you got to get out of my house. So I'm trying, to, I'm trying to jump right into things at the same time. There's a part of me that's like, hey, let's... Let's uh, let's make out before we, you know, put your hand under the clothes or whatever, you know. Why? Oh, my gosh. I'm 50 seconds into this, and I'm already – I feel like I've – okay. Can we start over? Um, hi, guys. Uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit today uh, about this idea of what to do when people treat you unfairly. Now, you're thinking, Dan, where did this come from? One minute you're talking about Thanksgiving and, you know – putting your hand under my shirt the next minute you're you're now talking about what to do when people get treated unfairly. Did you know, awesome people of the edgy empire, that the number two blog post on my website right now is a post that I wrote probably six or seven years ago. And it's called What to Do When People Treat You Unfairly. Every day when I go into WordPress and I'm working on new content, I see the stats every day. There's people coming and looking at that blog post. It's, 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 it's top Google search, search engine optimization, all that stuff. I don't, I don't optimize for keywords or any bullshit like that. I'm not saying that's bullshit. If you're into that, go do that. I just try to write as edgy content as I can and let great people find it. That's not necessarily a great strategy for success, mind you. I'm just telling you what I do. But isn't it interesting that number two blog post of all time I've ever written is about how what to do when people treat you unfairly? By the way, the number one blog post, which has some 30 million views across the, 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 uh, the interwebs, is you have to do the hard things. Which is, you know what's funny? I wrote that post in about five minutes, you have to do the hard things. Because I was just pissed off that somebody I was talking to kept making excuses for not doing the hard things. I actually sat down and was like, you got to do the hard things. You got to make a call. You got to, you know, you got to get up. You got to, you got to drive. You got to grind. You got to do stuff even when you don't feel like it. And I was just writing and writing and writing. And I put my pencil down and I looked over and I was like, oh, that was quick. And that went on to, to, I was going to say sell millions of albums. No, it went on to, to have millions of reads all across the interwebs. And one of the most read articles on Business Insider and their strategy and career section. But the number two article with many hundreds, hundreds of thousands of reads, and maybe it's crossed a million, I don't know. I, I kind of lose track after a certain point. Is this idea of what to do when people treat you unfairly. And I wrote this as I do a lot of content to myself because in a lot of ways, I feel like people have treated me unfairly. Surprise, surprise, right? No, it's not a surprise. Come on. You have people treat you unfairly. It happens to all of us. It's not a surprise. It's called life. And so you have to be ready for bad things to happen to good people. Okay? You got to. It's what happens. Almost every day, I receive emails or calls from amazing people in the community or clients 
who are just wrestling with what to do. And when I ask for the backstory, I'm shocked at the ridiculousness that's happened. Now, for example, I, I have a friend of mine who is the president of a, of a multi-billion dollar company, the president of a division of a multi-billion dollar company, really, really big company, a company you wouldn't know, really, really know. It logos everywhere. And this person uh, hired a, a very high-level executive and found out that that person was stealing money, right? Stealing money. Stealing money from the company. And my friend Bob, when he realized that uh, this person was stealing money, uh, you know, what do you do? Imagine you bring in a highly prized executive and you find out that someone's stealing money. I mean, you know, and not simple things like, hey, I, I inflated my expense report, but like I'm off by a couple hundred thousand dollars. Ooh. You really don't have many choices. And so let that person go. By the way, I don't want to get too far off the, the, the topic here, but if you don't make that decision, let's say you just go, hey, look, I'm sorry, you're sorry, let's just forget about it and go you're making a big mistake because you're setting yourself up for failure. So my friend Bob calls me, and by the way, this has been some time now. I'm just hearing the, the last of this story a week ago or so. But my friend Bob, who calls me, is like, what do I do? I'm like, well, you, you got to let that person go. There's just no question about it. You've got to let that person go. No, it's, it's just not. You can't because if you don't let that person go, now you're, you're not only is it morally the right decision to make, but if we leave moral, morals outside of it and just say strategically, you are now opening yourself up to lawsuits. You're opening yourself up to all kinds of, 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 of discrimination. You know, if, you, if you're treating one person differently than everyone else, it's just, it's really bad. You've got to, as hard as it is, you have to do the right thing. And so this president said, yep, 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 we're going to do the right thing. And they, they, HR and legal got involved, I understand, and then and, and, and that, that person was dismissed. Well, that person filed a lawsuit saying that they had been discriminated against, and um, even though, um, you know, money had been misappropriated, um, that, uh, you know, basically because they were discriminated against, they should be you know, reemployed. Well, this wound its way through the corporate life cycle, as most things do. And all of a sudden, my friend Bob finds himself in the middle of this mess. And he's in trouble. He's in trouble because he fired someone who did something wrong. Would it surprise you to say, if I told you that my friend Bob was almost fired from his job, almost, because of the mess this created. He did the right thing. He did absolutely the right thing. But because now the company was getting sued and internal counsel and outside lawyers were saying this is creating a mess, their idea was let's hire this employee who stole money back into the company and let's fire the person who, uh, who made this decision so that we can make all of this go away. In other words, in other words, a multi-billion dollar company said, instead of standing behind our leader who did the right thing, let's make all of this go away by just firing that person and rehiring the other person. 
Now, some of you are thinking, wow, that, that number one, that's unbelievable. I'm not even sure if that's accurate. Well, you're going to have to trust me when I tell you a true story. <laughs> Sadly, true story. But for some of you, you're just shaking your head because you work for companies and big companies like that. And you go, yep, yep, I've seen that happen before. Perhaps you've been the subject of someone else's consequences. Someone else does the wrong thing. Let's say your boss makes a, a mistake and you're the one who gets fired for it. Or your boss's boss makes a mistake and your entire division gets canned. And you're up there busting your ass doing your thing. And again, what do you do when bad things happen to good people? Number one, let me challenge you on this. And by the way, just, just do the googly thing and you'll read the whole article. I'm not here to read you that article. But I think it really comes down to one thing. Never forget that you are the master of your destiny. You. Look yourself in the mirror. You are the master of your destiny. Listen, God has a divine purpose for your life and for your day. You are in control of your destiny. You have to believe that. I'm not here to argue about God or to make sure you are religious. Substitute God for divine being, karma, the cosmos, the universe, or yourself. I don't care. I believe in God. I'm not here to shove my beliefs on you. I'm just here to say, you have to believe that you are in control of your destiny. This is what I said to Bob when I reconnected and heard kind of the rest of the story, which unfortunately I can't tell you. Reality is, no matter what happens, you can choose to do the right thing, you can choose to do the cowardly thing, and you have to believe that doing the right thing, whatever that means, whatever that is at the time, you have to believe that that is worth it and that you, you, no matter what happens, are in control of your future. Look, my friend Bob makes about $2.2 million a year working for this company. That's right. Between stock earnings and bonuses and, uh, you know, eight or $900,000 salary, Bob makes good money, makes really good money. So when you start thinking about getting fired for something you didn't do or being let go for a challenge that, you know, you had nothing to, to do with, so they didn't originate with you. It's easy to let fear and panic control you, kind of overwhelm you, make you think like, well, well what, what am I going to do? And well, how, how will I manage? And, and what, what if this all doesn't come together? And I, I don't even know what to do and, and where to go. And what's it, well, what's it going to be? My friends, when you truly believe that you control your destiny, you're still going to have fear. Look, it's impossible to live your life without fear. But what you'll realize is that that fear doesn't control you. It doesn't stop you. It makes you scared. It'll scare the shit out of you. Anyone who says, I'm not afraid, is either a loser or high on crack, right? Because life's going to scare you. That's normal. It's natural. It's kind of your predatory instincts. You want to stay alive. You don't want to get eaten. I get it. I get it. I'm scared. The reality is... 
that you have to take a step back and go, listen, I'm scared, but I'm not going to let somebody else steal my destiny from me. I'm not going to let someone steal my family and my dreams and my goals. No, sir. Yes, I may be scared, but I'm going in. I'm going to work. I'm going to war. I'm going to take my life back. I'm not letting you get in the way of where I want to be. And that's what makes you powerful. See, it's easy to let bad things make you bitter. But bitterness won't make you better. And you have to choose. Do you want to be angry or do you want to be awesome? Can I say that again, my people? You need to stand the fuck up right now and start stomping on a chair or throwing something down, right? Do you want to be angry or do you want to be awesome? Ask yourself that question. What is more important to you right now? And then answering this question of how do I respond when people treat me unfairly, you fill in the blanks. You know automatically. You know your feelings are going to get hurt. You're going to feel upset and frightened and angry and, and, and fearful and the opposite of courageous and the opposite of creative. But once those emotions have quieted, you have this feeling inside your soul that I've gotten myself here, I've achieved this much, I'm not letting something destroy the progress I've made so far. I'm not letting anything get in the way of me getting to where I want to be. That's an attitude of winning, an attitude of conquest, an attitude of invincibility it's not saying you're perfect or you're flawless. It's not saying that it's not going to get that you're not going to get hurt. My friend Bob, who is a very strong person, very strong. You've probably seen Bob's name in the Wall Street Journal before, by the way. Strong. But it's hard to have a conversation from somebody who's got a Wharton MBA whose voice quivers when they talk about how unfairly they're being treated, right? It doesn't matter how smart you are or how intellectual you are. That hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually, in every way. You just feel beaten down. But you have to remember, my friends, anger won't make you awesome. Bitterness won't make you better. And so when you think about it that way, you've got to believe I'm in control of my destiny, and I'm going to only do things that get me closer to where I want to be. No person is going to stop me. No circumstance is going to stop me. Nothing, nothing is going to stop me. I have a divine purpose for my life. Wealth, success, riches, abundance, prosperity, they are my birthright. Man, I'm pumped up just talking to you guys. I got to turn off. It's, I'm out of time. But I got to tell you this, guys. Don't let anybody steal that from you. No matter how beaten down you are, don't let anyone steal that from you. Okay? Life is too short to let other people get inside your head and rob you of your inspiration. Hey, guys. Dan Walshman here, Edgy Conversations Podcast. I'm, I love coming to you. I love spending time with you. I hope you can tell that in my conversations with you. Um, I'm having fun. And if you're having fun hanging out with me, 
you know, share it with a friend. Give me a, well, those starly, starly star things, you know, high ratings and good reviews. And, and if you want to, pop on over to Facebook. I had someone today text me on Facebook and say, hey, can I, can I make a suggestion? And I'm like, yes, absolutely, you can. Leave me a suggestion, say hi, uh, share with your friends, pop on over to danwaltzman.com and, and see all the ways that you can engage with people just like you. In the edgy empire community, we've got groups on Facebook. I might be coming to a city near you to talk about all these things. And if this podcast inspires you and you want to be a part of a live conversation, ooh, okay. Come join us, okay? Dan Walshman, Edgy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining us. As I tell you every week, don't do nothing.